0: What's up, everybody? Welcome into this edition of War Chant TV live here on YouTube. I'm Aslan Hajjafani, Director of Digital Media for Warchant.com. That over there is Michael Langston, Recruiting Analyst for Warchant.com and Rivals.com. Now hit the thumbs up button on the screen. Subscribe. That's also the lower right corner next to Michael. Michael, it's Miami week, man. You, you earn your dollars every single day on the job. But this uh, week, you're a little bit busier than usual, it feels like.
2: Yeah, it's been a crazy uh, 24 hours, uh, certainly. Uh, um, by the way, guys, hit the like button for us to keep promoting this, because I don't even know if we could, we'll we be able to get everything in that we want to get in. There's so much uh, stuff going on. Go check out the official visitor list, the visitor list overall on uh, Warchant.com on the premium recruiting board. It's, it's massive. We added three big uh, visitors that are coming uh, just today alone. There's going to be seven official visitors. A lot of top guys there. Um, I've had to change my preview like five times, Aslan, and it hasn't even gone up yet. Um, So that kind of tells you the kind of day it's going. uh, There's some serious uh, talent coming to FSU this weekend, and uh, a lot of uh, a big opportunity for FSU to really make a strong impact. It just amazes me, you know, a team that's three and six, the way they can generate kids to come and, and buy into this vision that they're doing, uh, you can tell that kids are really seeing that where this thing is going, even though, despite their record, but, uh, going to be a massive weekend to say the least at FSU this weekend.
0: How surprised are you, Michael, uh, that these names keep floating in, they keep gaining ground. They keep making top fours, top threes for, uh, these guys, despite the record.
2: I think it's I think it's surprising, especially when you look at the additions I did today. These are three guys that they weren't expected to be here this weekend. Um, you know, we'll get into those guys you know shortly, but they're very surprising when you consider. Yeah, there's relationships there with FSU, but um, still, to get them to come in, I and mean, let's not at, at like Miami. is like. The greatest thing since sliced bread they're not a great team either i mean they're they're five and four they haven't had a great season obviously they've kicked it in the last three weeks and and played really good football but uh to get kids in for this type of game is a big deal and and certainly if you plan on going to that fsu game your fan i mean they're going to need you uh, as much as possible uh for for the crowd to get out there so um you know if you want to help fsu you need to get out there and, and do your part and, and, and really push these guys to the finish line of whatever it takes. Um, certainly, uh, it's a big, exciting weekend. And um, man, um, this list is incredible. It's much better than that. Yeah, I mean, their vision, you know, we started today, it was four official visitors, which were some good official visitors. You know, Javante Barnes out of Arizona, Candan um, Brown, who we, we've touched on several times. Um, those guys coming in for official visitors, I mean, people can look look through the list uh, and cover all the official visitors, but some really good talent overall just coming in this weekend. It's amazing the way these these guys can get kids in here to buy into what they're doing, and I think it really tells you kind of where recruits think uh, this thing is heading. I know the record doesn't reflect that this year, but I think recruits really buy into what they're doing and, and that they're getting ready to really turn this around. Mm. Um. Rob's here, everybody. Yeah.
0: Coming strong. Rob's coming strong. 50 blows, Rob. Rob. Let's go, man. Miss you, Rob. Never even seen you. Talked to you yesterday on the live show. Still miss you nonetheless. Um, he was just talking about earlier here about just uh, their response here the last few weeks I and mean, can you continue to play hard shows, just how bought in they are. And the recruits are seeing that,
2: yeah, they are. And, you know, it shows with a lot of the commits. Um, obviously, out of the, all the commits that are coming in, and we'll touch in on the official visitors shortly, but, you know, Antavius Woody is coming in this weekend. I think that's a massive news for FSU. He's the one that's kind of been going back and forth on FSU and Auburn. Um, I think FSU is going to keep him now, um, now that he's coming. I think I think they're going to solidify that. And I think, he, I think uh, FSU will end up him as long as everything goes smoothly, and I think it will. I think he's the guy that they'll be able to uh, get. I know list as uh, defensive tackle, but he's coming as offensive tackle. I think FSU is going to be able to keep him. And everyone asked me why Why would he keep, why would he stay with FSU? I think the big thing is FSU was on him before anybody. Really strong relationship with, with Alex Atkinson. He loves what they're doing. He loves where they're going. He knows as a player. He's going to get developed really well under Atkins. Um, certainly, uh, I think that's a big part of it. And I think he just generally loves FSU. And um, Auburn did everything good. He would visit there several times. But I think at the end, um, I think that rela- relationships definitely uh, is winning out, uh, at least right now in, in Antibia's Woody. It's not over. You know, Auburn's pushing hard. Um, they continue to push hard. But I think I think this visit this weekend says a lot about um if he wants to be a part of this this family and this in this build up and of uh, the vision of Norvell, uh, from one mic to another, Mike Osteen just wants to give you a
0: shout out. He says, "Let's get these guys in here. Uh, come see Ware County ASAP." He says,
2: "Yes, I need to go over there. I'm I'm going to go over there and watch those guys in the playoffs. Uh, certainly, hopefully even, uh, tomorrow, maybe. Uh, but if not, uh, I will get into the playoffs. Uh, Ware County." Keep doing what you're doing, guys. I uh, hope to see you soon, uh, but I appreciate it, Mike. Uh, Mike's a good dude. It's a good guy I, I talk with often, and uh, I appreciate the shout-out, my man. Eric Angel's
0: here, and he brought Ulysses S. Grant with him. What up, Eric? He says, what's up, guys? Uh, go, Michael. Keep these recruits coming. Whatever you have to do, keep them interested in FSU. <laughs> That's not Michael's job.
2: But he'll no. Try yeah that's not my job and I, I definitely don't even try that but uh i think fsu's doing a great job uh eric of of doing their jobs and and really getting these kids to buy into what they're going to be not so much what they are now uh i think you see flashes of what these guys can be in these la- these these previous three weeks uh and certainly when jordan travis plays uh they're a definitely different team um certainly they need him this weekend uh, so I'm not out there, but sounds like he's going to play, but um, you know, that's a big deal. Uh, th- just, you want to maximize everything you have. I think they're doing that. And I think I, yeah, you wondered if the vision would, would tamper off. I think this is a pure indication that they're going upper swing as far as uh, how kids would feel about them. as far as the next commitment, probably not a, I mean, Camden Brown's one guy I'd circle, wide receiver, committed to Pittsburgh, officially visiting this weekend. He's always won the FSU offer. He got an FSU offer. Norvell offered him after seeing him live. That's a guy I've kind of circle, uh, to kind of watch this weekend. And then uh, and then we talked about the new official visitors. One guy that's on the list, which is, this is the most interesting ad on that list, was k Allen. His nickname is Fat. He played with A.J. Duffy. He's a running back from IMG Academy. I want to say he's a rivals 250 running back, really good. Probably the number one target that they would want in this class. He has had a phenomenal year at IMG. He passed up Aslan going to Michigan Penn State, where he's committed to to come to take an official visit to FSU. I think that's a big deal. That's a massive deal. He's one I'm really interested about because this is like his second or third visit to FSU. This one will be very detailed, obviously and I think it's a big deal having him on campus. The Passover is such a big game like that for a school you're committed to. I think that speaks kind of volumes to, you know, his interest level in FSU. So that's one I'm really highly anticipating talking to katron after it's over. As I said, he's really close to A.J. Duffy and we know FSU would like to add a running back in this class. They have Rodney Hill. Boy, they would love to get a guy like Catron Allen to to add in this class. Uh, phenomenal back. So. I think that's the guy that kind of circled other new names that are in there. Um, Keontae Goodwin, he's committed to Kentucky. You'll like this, Aslan. He's a top 50 offensive tackle, um, committed to Kentucky. Alabama's really pushing hard there. He's another one of those surprises that he's officially visiting FSU this weekend. Very tight with Alex Atkins. They were one of the ones who how this came about. That's how it came about. He's been recruiting this kid hard likes him a lot he's been pushing hard for him the relationship has gotten really strong the last two three weeks maybe in the a month uh, so they it's definitely uh pushing hard there too and then the other surprise was defensive back kamari wilson he's uh, not committed anywhere but he i think he's a top 100 db fsu loves this kid they'd love to finish off their db class with him to go along with sam mccall travis hunter those guys he's very close with travis hunter So And he's visited FSU multiple times. Georgia seems to be the favorite from everything I can tell, but I think he's a guy that's always really been intrigued and excited about FSU. Like I said, close to Hunter. So they got a big opportunity to make a big impression on Kamari. So that's seven official visitors this weekend. Those are the three that were added today. Obviously, a massive opportunity for FSU to really make a big splash. And I think it's really big. That AJ Duffy and Travis Hunter will both be there this weekend, working on these guys, being around the guys. Even Chris Parson, too, from the 2023 class. I think it's really big anytime you have your quarterbacks recruiting these guys because they listen to a lot. A quarterback's kind of the leader of this class. So when you have two there, plus you have Travis Hunter, you're going to have a lot of excitement this weekend in Tallahassee. So certainly, uh, a lot of big things developing. Heck, I mean, we might be talking now. They might add somebody else. I might get another one confirmed. So you never know. I mean, they're they're adding these guys like every 30 minutes, it feels like. So uh, it's turned into a massive weekend, Aslan. It's going to be really big. All right. Well, hey, um, Wes uh, has gone ahead and messaged us saying
0: that uh, he's in the queue. Let's do this thing. Uh, but there's law and order around these parts, Wes. There's people in line ahead of you. But let's get to them then. Let's take our first phone call here on the Michael Langston call-in show recruiting for warchant.com and we go to a little town called Virginia Beach in the state of Virginia 86th call from Gator Kirk Gator what's good man
1: good evening old fans let's go let's go beat the U beat the U
2: how you guys doing Michael what's up oh. as long Busy day, uh, Kirk, but doing really well, man. Yeah. All right. Doing
3: really, doing just you know. No,
0: don't don't apologize for me today. Don't apologize. Apologies. Don't apologize, Gator Kirk. Do you feel? <laughs> spread the joy, man. Be a rainbow. Be a be a beacon of hope for all of us, man.
2: No, I think everyone's jacked oh, really? up, Kirk. Right. I mean, yeah, it's it's a big weekend. Everyone's um, jacked. Go yeah, ahead, Michael. It's, it's, we'll,
0: well, I'm playing air traffic controller. Michael, go ahead. What's on your mind? Okay. What, what
2: you We're trying to start talking Kirk is, but um, no, uh, big weekend, uh, Kirk. Uh, certainly everyone's excited. Uh, everyone's seen their visitor list, can see uh, the excitement that's building for this weekend. Might even add some more. We don't know, but um, what's on your mind, Kirk? Uh, well,
3: I have two questions. One, if we win, will you beat the U? Will you actually call me Gator just one time? And my second <laughs> question is, over under four commits between now and early signing day?
2: Well, the first one, I, I will never call anybody that, that word on the show because I don't use that word. That that rule, uh, I just don't use that. He's Kirk. That's what I'm going to call him. I'll let Aslan handle
0: What's Ware County's mascot, Michael?
2: I can't <laughs> say that word. It's sacrilegious, it's sacrilegious, but uh, the second one, I don't know what it's a wait and see of how these visits go Kirk. So I can't really commit to, Oh, oh, they're going to get four or five of the over wonder. I can definitely see them reaching that number. Uh, You know, so I will say that, but I can't say until these visits happen this weekend where it goes. Like I said, I'm very intrigued by this Katron Allen visit that really intrigues me a lot. So I'm interested to see uh, just how this visit goes with all the guys. I feel very good about the status of all uh, uh, all the commits right now. I don't I don't sense anyone that that I'm worried about. Now that Antavius Woody is visiting this weekend, I feel pretty good about that. One. So I feel really good about the status of where all these commits are. I think you could solidify that not just with the uncommitted guys, but really show what these guys are coming into uh for this class uh, to really put a good performance in this game and i think i think it's a very realistic real chance of winning this game i think they can win this game
3: i i think we can as well it's just it's gonna go down to the wire i think it's gonna be close i appreciate everything you do so much coverage out there it's hard to keep up make sure you guys hit the thumbs up join war chant support the lunas axby's all the other sponsors go knowles Let's beat the tar out of those damn canes. Can't stand that team. Has I haven't been able to since eighty three. So Amen, a lot brother. of resentment there. A good night, brother.
0: Gator Kirk right. in Virginia Beach, Virginia, everybody. Thanks for the call, man. We appreciate
2: you. What if I say G Kirk? Can I say
0: that? Well, I mean his name is Gator. I mean, like his like whatever his, his it's not his birth certificate, but he's been called Gator <laughs> since he was like six years old, man. So it's, it'd be like me calling you Langston. It'd be like Michael Jordan crushing my hopes and dreams. Like I'm not only way Michael to it. Hey Langston. I just,
2: I guess, it's in yeah. my family. It's just sacrilegious to say that word. Um, so, you know, but I hear you. I'm, I'm a, I'm a stick with what I've done and who I am. I'm going to call you Kirk. So Kirk, well, I appreciate the call. Um, I love the excitement, love the energy kind of probably what, what FSU is hoping to get this weekend, a lot of excitement, and energy. So, um, appreciate it, man. Thanks for the call. And, uh, we hope to see you soon.
0: I can't believe they're eleventh, man. Like everybody's been really cranking it up. Like I mean, not that I'm yeah. complaining about eleventh, but I mean they were like top five a month and a half ago, or so, weren't
2: they? Yeah, and then people are going to add guys, so you're going to you're going to slip down some. Uh, obviously, they can change that number with getting some you know, big guys in this weekend. Certainly, uh, they got a lot of recruits that they can uh, <laughs> really. You win this game, you know. The recruiting momentum will be massive, to say the least. It'll be massive. Let's go to North Carolina, Thomasville in particular.
0: Let's go to Daryl, our guy, boots on the ground in the Tar Heel State. Daryl, good evening to you.
1: Touchdown, Florida State. How you doing, Aslan? How you doing, Michael?
2: Pretty good, man. I, I think FSU hopes I hear that a lot this weekend from Gene Deckerhoff. So let's hope that, that – I, I hear you. What's on your uh, mind, Daryl?
1: As, uh, as I just want to let you know, man, I've been representing that warchant.com uh uh, uh hoodies that y'all sent me, and uh, we've been wearing it all over the place up here in in North Carolina. So, buddy, thank you very much for that. No problem, and, man. Uh, thank
0: you for wearing it. Thank you for rocking it. Thanks for the support, as always.
1: Yes, sir, Michael. I got a couple couple of uh, questions for you. Um uh, okay. I know Julian Armello is uh, coming coming up here, and I know you you t- you, uh, you you said we got to really uh, knock a home run run with him. With uh you know Alabama and LSU all all in the picture and teams like that what is what is it? and I know he, of course you know, I know he's busy it's been a while since he visited but what does FSU really have to do to really uh uh do to really sell and um uh hit, hit the home run with him in order to uh to, I guess really uh uh, bring uh, really sell him
2: on on our program. Well, originally he was going to come for this game. He's actually going to officially visit Penn State this weekend, actually, and he's coming back to FSU in December. Oh. I talked with his dad uh, last oh, night. Okay. He kind of confirmed that. I think that works out better in my. I mean, I you want him there for this FSU Miami game. I mean, obviously, it's huge. But I think the main thing, a problem when you run into with the FSU Miami game. Sometimes you don't get to bit, uh, spend as much time because there's so many recruits. You're talking about like a hundred recruits there. I think uh, they would prefer, you know, him coming December. That's kind of what they want because um, then you get to spend more time, spend more time with them. Now you still the perfect world you'd want FSU to get him for an unofficial visit this weekend, then come back in December. Bam, you're you got things clicking. So yeah, I think the main thing they need to show him is just because um, he watches them every just about every weekend, unless he's visiting somewhere. So I think the main thing is just consistency and just keep, obviously if they win this game, whether no matter that he's going to Penn state for official visit, I think it's a big deal because he's going to watch it later. He's going to see what they do. I think getting a win like this kind of shows you the direction. It just comes back to winning. I think a lot of these kids just want to see them win some. You got to take that next step. Uh, I think when he visits uh, in December for official visit, I think it's mainly just to see, kind of what their plan is for him, how they're going to utilize him. I think he's comfortable with FSU. He grew up a fan of them. So I think he knows what FSU, the city of Tallahassee, is all about. He, he He's there when he was a little kid. He understands what they want, you know, what they want to do. I think the main thing is just pitching his their plan for what, what they plan to do with him, how they plan to use him, is really the big, big things they need to nail on that visit. I think that's kind of what I'm looking for. When he does eventually officially visit FSU.
1: Okay, and uh, another no, another, another couple, uh, question I have is Florida, Florida State is real in in real in real need of wide receivers and linebackers, and I know uh, Coleman, you know Coleman, and uh, is 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 a, a, a target of Florida State. And right. I think uh, Pasanthi, Peseth, I think is one of a linebacker that's supposed to be at Florida State this this weekend at yeah. the Miami Florida State game. Um, uh, what, where does Florida, you know, what does Florida State need to do to sell to sell these these guys uh, and, and guys like that just to to come to Florida State?
2: Well, I think with Kevin Coleman, I mean, if he's watched FSU play, I mean, it, it, it don't take a rocket scientist to see they need some elite receivers. They need some wide receiver ones. I mean, look, they have some nice serviceable guys, but, you know, it's just uh, that group is just not produced. So, he, I mean, and, and, and the good thing, good news for FSU with Kevin Coleman is his biggest factor is playing early. He wants to get on the field. Well, I got news yeah. for you, Kevin. You got a good shot. so uh there's a good chance to play early uh so I think he understands just the development of where they're going and and certain things they're doing as far as taking steps to get to that point of where they want um so I know I know he feel he's excited about it he's close friends with AJ Duffy certainly he likes uh the fact that he's coming in there that will help him obviously never know what happens who wins the job next year certainly but I, I think um I don't I think they just need to go out there and win. I mean, I think winning cures a lot when you go out there, whether he's he's supposed to officially visit Oregon, I think, this weekend, but you know, if he if FSU goes out there and wins, I'm sure he's gonna go back and watch that game. They win this game, that's a big deal. I mean, it's a big deal to everybody. Guys like Marvin Jones, guys like Julian Armella, guys like Kevin Coleman. They want to see FSU take that next step. They believe in what their vision of where they're going. But it just it really speeds up the process when you go out there, you win a big game, big win a big rivalry game. Then a few weeks later, you get a chance to do that again against Florida, who's really struggling on the field. So I think kids just want to see them take that next step, and that's kind <clears> of <throat> where they're going. And it kind of falls in the same category with Wesley Bisante, who's visiting this weekend, unofficial visit. I think it's a big deal. Obviously, two of the teams that he's considering heavily – Miami and Florida State, FSU wins that game, that will have a big effect. I mean, I think uh, that's a big deal to Wesley of how these teams look. Obviously, Miami's look better, so that's certainly helped their chances with Wesley. FSU has a chance to look better this weekend, so I think it's a a big factor. It's not everything, but it, you want to see you know just how he's gonna how he can envision himself into that a defense. So I think that's the big thing that Wesley will be looking for as a recruit this weekend in Tallahassee
1: all right sir well thanks a lot michael for your for you uh you always do a great job and i always enjoy uh, reading reading your content and everything and uh as I, know, I always do a great job of uh uh setting all this all this stuff up with with, with, with everybody and uh, several fans get get in that stadium early on on a Saturday, let's rock that. Let's rock Doak Camel Stadium. Let's whoop that hurricane. Let's turn that youth from upside down, up, upside down. Let's bury it into Doak Campbell Stadium. Let's rock. Let's rock them hurricanes from one side of the field to the other. Uh, let's uh, we go beat, beat Miami thirty four twenty four. Go Noles. God bless y'all.
0: Daryl, Thomasville, North wow. Carolina. If you're not coming to Doak, what's your excuse now,
2: people? Yeah, I can't stress it enough how much this team really could use that kind of energy, the kind of energy that they saw in the Notre Dame game from the crowd. This is a big game. Crowds and energy and atmosphere really impact things. We've seen that throughout the whole college football landscape. FSU fans, you got a chance to do that this weekend for these guys. So, yeah, I just encourage people to get out there. I'm going to be there. Aslan's going to be there. So, Uh, uh, Oh, Aslan won't be there. Well, I'll be be there. I'm in
0: comfort of my house, man. I haven't haven't been inside Doak to see a game since whatever, like I think, whatever the last, Alabama State in 19. I wasn't at any of the home games last year because of COVID, and then this year they limit the press box. I'm like, I'll just stay at home then.
1: I like it.
2: Well, I will be there. there. I will be there for the first time in in a while. Um, So I will certainly be there. They they need you guys. That's the best way I could put it. Uh, That atmosphere changes things. I'm not in... Cheerleading or anything, I'm just telling you what would impact the game, and uh, certainly uh, they could. They need the fans to really, you know, take them to the next level, and certainly it's going to be a crazy atmosphere. So, uh, hope to see some of you there. We'll see what happens.
0: We'll hop back here in the queue in a second. Um, I know you don't like answering these questions, but uh, Marlins, Marlins down in Miami, he's got to deal with all this stuff. He wants to see Florida State get better as soon as they can. So, Michael coaches are the main recruiters. Uh, which coach can we afford to lose, and which coach should we replace them with? When you factor in the
2: recruiting aspect, beat Miami, please. I hear you, Marlon, but I'm not. I'm not going to do that. As far as you know, which coach you can afford to lose? Um, I think they're all important. Obviously, the one guy everyone wants me to say is Adam Fuller because it's been a struggle on defense at times during the season. I would see he would. He would make the least like of of impact as far as uh, their, their class or, uh, you know, as far as you don't want to lose anybody. Cause that's the thing. like, I will say he makes the least amount of impact, but you still don't want to, I think, lose him from recruiting aspects because kids want to see, you know, a firm foundation. You know, it's easy for people to see them every week. And be like, okay, they stink time to fire the DC. Let's get rid of them. And I'm not saying you don't, I'm just saying, you got to think of the recruiting impact uh, kids want to see stability across the board. So I just don't think you want to go to that direction. Um, But if there is one guy, if I had to pick one, I'd say maybe even Adam Fuller, maybe um, Chris Marv had to pick two. But like I said, it's it's not a good situation all the time when you're losing coaches. You want to see, this team has gone through so much coaching, uh, alter changing all the time. You know, so, at some point, you have to see what these guys can do and go from there. I know there's struggles. I know there's places where they can get better. Obviously, um, you, there's several positions that could really drastically need to improve and certainly ones that Coach Norvell is going to have to address over the season. But I don't want to just say which guy they can afford to lose, but I'll just say the ones that least likely that will hurt them. But that's kind of the best way I can explain it. As far as who they're yeah, I don't know. It just it really depends on, um, you know, the fit as far as uh, what they have. I mean, there's there's no need to talk about guys of uh, who they are replacing them with until we get to the point of there's changes. So we'll just have to see what happens after the season, the evaluations coach Norvell makes. But that's kind of my take on that.
0: All right. Back to the queue. Um Let's grab his phone call from Wes in the villages. Wes, the air is
3: yours. Good evening. Uh, what's up, Aslan? What's going on, Michael?
2: Hey, Wes. What's going on, man? Hey, not much. It's
3: uh, Miami Week. Hey, uh, so the visitor list um, this weekend was already, you know, extensive, pretty impressive. My question to you, Michael, is what what do you think kind of prompted some of these late additions? And uh, also, I know you said there could be others, but what's uh, what do you think's prompting it?
2: Well, I think what's prompting is is where the, a lot of these recruits see this thing going. They know it's a big game, too. Um, but a lot of it's what's prompted is the relationships. I mean, these aren't guys that they, you know, Kamari Wilson, Caten Allen, you know, um, all these guys that have been added to this list aren't guys that are just that they haven't been talking to. The only one that's probably the stunner would be Keontae Goodwin, but. Atkins has been working on him overtime for all year to get him over for official visits. So there's established relate. That's the one consistency with all these guys is there is established relationship throughout the whole year with these kids. It's been very detailed. They've been on these kids really hard. And I think they believe in what they're doing and they believe like for Goodwin, for instance, he believes in what Atkins does with development. I mean, it, it speaks highly about what he feels that you know Atkins can do with him and then, and then the same goes for you know the offense with you know Kate and Allen, and then certainly um, you know Kamari Wilson. They feel like you know FSU is on the cusp of of taking this to it. I know it doesn't show it on the on the schedule and on the results, but I think kids see that and recruits see that. That's why I said, don't pay attention to just what the record is this year. The record is should be you know the least thing that you're focused on. It should be what the product looks like, what what the you know the different steps they're taking but eventually you have to take the step which is this weekend which is winning you know winning the game winning big games certainly they got a big win against north carolina on the road that's a big one but you have to cons they want to see it consistently where you're doing that and certainly when you play a rival it has a dramatic effect on recruits where they really can see the vision but i i think there's just a, a tremendous amount of excitement of where this is going now you know, can they do it? I mean, certainly a win is massive. I mean, it's a tidal wave of, of recruiting momentum if you can win the game. So I think that's the main thing. This is no longer like, oh, they played good. I see some growth. No, they got to win. Need to win this game. I mean, need to get it done. So uh, I think I think kids see that they can do that. And I think they're excited about it. And I think uh, certainly, you know, big opportunity. But that's kind of what I think prompted all these uh late editions and the, the visitor list
3: Very good, very good. and also I want to get your thoughts on Chubba Purdy leaving and how that impacts the QB room with regard to recruiting recruiting clearly they love AJ Duffy he'll be on campus in less than two months and parson I I mean he there's no way that kid should be rated a three star it's just a matter of time before he's a four right. uh, but and and you know he's twenty twenty three. Do you think, and, and obviously it seems like Rodemaker isn't really developing, and Jordan, we know what his limitations You know, He's still working on things. Do you, do you see them going? I I don't think they're going to go for a, uh, another 2022 quarterback, but do you think they'll pursue uh, a potential transfer, or do you think they'll stick with what they got? What are your thoughts uh, from the pretty leave until going forward, how you kind of see it playing out?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think it'll be a portal guy. I think they will go after a portal guy. I think I've I've kept that same feeling for a while, even before this Chubba news went down. I I just think you you need an established um, guy that's going to push Jordan. Um, No, I'm not saying AJ won't. AJ's going to come in there. AJ's a legit candidate for you to win that starting job. But I I think you need more than two. So far, we haven't seen a lot of rotomakers, So you wonder where he sits or even if he's going to be here. with, with how that, how that's shaking out. And then, you know, Chubba Purdy just, I mean, injuries just derailed his, you know, his, I guess, development and getting so far behind these guys and just he didn't feel like he was doing, he was taking the next steps to really just, you know, take over and win that job, which has probably led to, you know, him deciding to go somewhere else and start somewhere new. So um, you just didn't feel like uh, that was going there, but yeah, I think you have to, I think it's very important for them to add a a quarterback from the portal now it has to be the right fit we see a lot of nice names out there certainly there's a lot of talented guys that can fit but it it doesn't matter what i think it doesn't matter what aslan thinks it's a matter of what fits fsu's program what norvell feels like hey i gotta have this guy i think he suits everything we're kind of looking for from a culture standpoint from a uh, a competitive standpoint from a guy that we feel can come in there this guy can help our football team, so I think it has to be the right guy. But I do think they'll they'll get a a, a quarterback from the portal. That's that's my opinion.
3: Excellent, excellent. Well, uh, anyway, have fun this weekend. I know you uh, you're gonna have your uh, your hands full, and I hope I hate to wish uh, extra work uh, uh, for you, but when uh, when Florida State whoops up on Miami, uh, gonna be some, maybe some kids commit all kinds of good stuff going down. So take a deep breath and uh, get you some caffeine pills or something because you're going to probably need it. So I wish you all the best with it. And uh, hopefully we got something good to celebrate uh, on the other side. And uh, you guys, uh, have a good evening, Aslan. Thanks for taking the call and uh, keep up the good work. Can't wait to see the uh, video you guys put out for the pick, see what your pick is. I'm always curious to see which way you're going to go. And uh, everybody, before uh, the night's over, don't forget to hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the YouTube channel as well as warchant.com The best in the business support the Luna support Zaxby's going old
2: beat the candy canes. I'm out. Bye. Boom. Corey no, says, it, oh, by the way,
0: thanks for the call. It's Wes
2: in the villages. Yeah, I think, I think every, I mean, look, you know, we know it's going to be a busy, busy weekend. Austin's going to be out there helping me uh, this weekend with the seven official visitors and whoever else left we can get, you know, after the weekend's over. Um, certainly we encourage, we hope there's commits. I mean, that's perfect. Uh, you know, certainly we, you know, obviously big activity and positive activity is never a bad thing, Wes. So y'all have to worry about me. I mean, m- me being rest or caffeine free or, or caffeine full, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be ready. I'm pumped up. I'm ready, ready to just, uh, get, get, I'm just ready for this weekend. I can't wait for, uh, you know, what's going to happen. Just the responses, the reactions of these recruits, and uh, it's going to be a big weekend.
0: Get down or lay down, ask Michael. Any recruits from Clay County worth noting? That's my old stomping grounds, Clay High, stand up.
2: Not yet. Not yet. Um, they had a few a couple years ago with Chance Williams and I think uh, the offensive lineman, Jalen Rivers, but uh, you know, they're around that area. Uh, but not right now yet. Not yet. But hang in there. It's probably coming. Blake
0: Richard Manning, do we have any legitimate chance of landing another five star?
2: Not yet. That's a like a list a five star. Um is it Kevin, oh, I thought
0: Kevin Kevin Coleman's a five star.
2: Well, Kevin Coleman, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Coleman's one, uh, certainly that I would put up there. Um Tyree West is a, a five star. So certainly, yeah, there you yeah, know, there's several guys, you know, Tyree West, Kevin Coleman. Those are certainly guys in the twenty twenty three class, I think uh Jalen Brown. Wide receiver, he's coming this weekend. Certainly, they need receivers. That's that's my number one uh, portal, or that's number one priority need in my opinion from the portal is wide receiver. If there's, we saw FSU rack up on the defensive line last year with Kier Thomas and Jermaine Johnson. I think wide wide receiver is just as important this year. Obviously, had not kind kind of got the explosion they were hoping from Andrew Parchman yet. So I think uh, the receiver position is going to be a big deal in the number one deal for the portal this year with FSU. So certainly going to rack up on the high school kids, but those are kind of some of the guys, uh, Blake, for me.
0: How about Scott Chastain going outside the box? One position we're not talking about, kicker. Will they be recruiting a kicker,
2: do you think? If they do, I don't know if they're going to have a scholarship spot to take a kicker. Um, I just can't see that, uh, that them having room for a scholarship spot. Um, yes, I know Ryan has had a struggling year, uh, missed several extra points. It's infuriating it's to watch. Certainly, that's a position they're going to have to address. Um, whether they get a guy a, a walk on or even, you know, we don't talk about it much, maybe a, a portal kicker. You know, maybe they go that direction. I don't know. Uh, I haven't heard that they're recruiting a kicker specifically. But it's definitely something that from what I've heard, it, it's a position they're going to certainly heavily evaluate. Speaking of the portal, uh, get down or lay down. His name's Kyle uh,
1: asks,
0: do we have a breakdown on how much room we're leaving for portal entries?
2: I would say around six or seven is what they're they're kind of wanting to get six or seven guys. Um, you know. There's not like a, a specific number. That's just me spitballing and throwing a number out. It could be more
1: wow. uh,
2: than than that, but um, that's what I have right now. Yes, they always leave a potential round of, of what they're looking for as far as from the portal. For now, it'll be six or seven. It could go higher than that, but it just really depends on once this thing starts getting active. They're not serious, so I have it posted my transfer portal update yet. Cause I'm waiting for things to get really serious with guys. And then I can, I'm going to put a watch up soon, probably because of this weekend, I'm probably going to be busy, but probably around Monday or Tuesday, I think I'm going to have a portal update. So get ready for that. I'll have some guys to watch. I've kind of waiting as long as I can, but now I feel like I have enough where I'm going to, I'm going to throw something together, but really it's they're not really dead, really pushing serious for a guy yet. So, uh, they're being very selective as far as the guys, just kind of like last year. So, but I think, um, I, I will have some guys that, to look for and then kind of watch for going forward, um, because the portal activity is about to really explode. I think this is the time where you really see things take off. Patrick Rose asks, Do we have a shot at landing Shamar James? Well, got a better shot than he had before with him not visiting. So, uh, Certainly, uh, there's a chance. Uh, Georgia, Alabama, Texas A&M—those are the main teams that I hear, you know, pushing for him. A lot of people think, some people think Alabama, some people think Texas A&M. Those are the two teams I hear more than often. But yeah, there, there's definitely a chance. I mean, Mobile's not a long ways away from FSU. It's close to home. It's not too far, and um, he's certainly biggest one of the big things for him is getting on the field early. Certainly, he would do that at FSU. They need linebacker help. It's no secret. Um, yeah, so they have a shot. How good, I don't know until I, I really get a feel for the visit from people inside that are with the visit or around the visit that really can kind of give me the interactions of what's going on and you know, just how it's going. But anytime a kid's officially visiting, especially this late in the season, especially for a rivalry game, they're pretty serious about um, that school. So uh, certainly FSU has a great opportunity and it's hard to beat out, you know, programs that are already established like Texas A&M, Alabama, Georgia, but um, certainly there's been a long time interest from Shamar and FSU, even when he was committed to Florida and things have picked up a lot in the last few months, as far as the talking and communication. So he's very intrigued by, you know, what, uh, how, how he could fit into that defense. So I think that's what he wants to see just, what these guys do? Does this fit my skill set? And and then two, just just comfort level around, around that atmosphere and what he's like, and then compare that to you other places. But I think it's a big deal that he's on campus. And yeah, I agree with you. He's probably one of the best linebackers they definitely have coming in this weekend. But um, anytime you're on, anytime you're in there, it's it's a big deal to get them on campus. Mark Linder
0: asks: uh, There's a linebacker committed to LSU. His name escapes him though. Is he a
2: possible flip? Yeah, he's talking about Demario Tolan. He's committed to LSU right now. He's actually officially visiting Tennessee this weekend for the Georgia game. This will be the second straight week he sees Georgia. I personally think if he flips, he's probably going to Georgia. That's my guess. Um, he's he's very serious about FSU. Like He is very serious. He's visiting them in the summer. He plans to come back in December to officially visit FSU. So There's going to be a chance there, but if he was going to flip, I think it would be to Georgia right now. If I had to guess.
0: Um, uh, Mark Sermons asked: Do college coaches around the country realize how bad the high school coaching is in South Florida? Do they take that into consideration when they
2: bring in recruits? Uh, not really, uh, Mark. Uh, I don't think. I don't think they're looking. I think they're looking at the prospect and what they see. Sure, there's criticism. I'm sure that, that what the kids do and maybe the way the kids will utilize in their minds but that's something you keep between the coaches um you know high school coaches all around the country or there's some really good high school coaches so i don't think they factor into how bad a coach is in high school i think they're mainly focused on does this kid fit what we want culturally does this kid fit what can he play here is, is he the best is he the best we want is he the lead elite that we need to have inside our program so I think they evaluate on their own. Not so much what a high school coach or whether good or bad. uh, I don't think they focus on that. I think they focus on what the kid's going to bring to their program.
0: Daryl's back with a question. Uh, Who's the five-star defensive back from IMG that's coming this weekend?
2: Yeah, we discussed him earlier. That's Corey Wilson uh, from a defensive back um, from IMG. Um, He's coming in. Uh, Most field Georgia is the favorite, but, um, like I said before, he's very tight with Travis. Uh, Travis and him are are very tied in. Um, even saw on, on it he in the summer and Kamari. Kamari likes basketball too. He even had a little conversation with with Coach Hamilton, who showed up uh, one of those the summer visits. So um, I think he's serious, and the interest is legit. And the commits always mention this kid to me all the time. Like they, they've said, we're on this guy. He always talks highly about FSU. So I think the interest is very legit. Now, beating, out beating Georgia, that's tough. I mean, that's that's always tough. Georgia's the number one team in the country. But there's always an intrigue and excitement that he loves about FSU, and he keeps coming back. And certainly, I think, like I said, it's a big deal when you're coming over for a official visit, uh, especially when you could go anywhere else. There's a lot of places you could go for official visits or it's just visits in general and the fact that he's coming over he's going to be around Travis a lot certainly it's a it's a big thing it's a big deal Mark's back asking is uh Chris Parsons going to be here Yes he will
0: Okay awesome
2: Check the list out guys they're all on there uh check the visitor list out um it's right on the PRB it's pinned at the top uh it's massive see, you can see all the guys that have been confirmed and and it's certainly uh it's a big list and it keeps expanding and certainly we'll have a preview coming up of, of this visitor list and, and, uh, but yeah, go to the visitor list on the PRB guys. It's right there. You can see every guy confirmed and, and uh, certainly going to be a big weekend. So a lot of, a lot of elite prospects.
0: Let's head on out to the Rocky mountains. Let's go to the West. Let's go to Kyle in Colorado. What's up, Kyle?
3: Hey, what's going on? Also get down to lay down for oh, all you guys who know me on the, uh, all
0: right, nice
3: there you go just had a quick question i don't want to give away too much of the secret sauce but do we know what the coaches are telling uh the, the receivers who are looking at our offense and saying i don't want to block i want the ball and secondly are there any recruits who decommitted who might be back in the fold later thank you guys yeah
2: thanks for um, call. thank you for the call um the first question I don't know, what he was, what, what was he trying to say, Aslan? What's kind of the question? Well,
0: you know, I think Corey mentioned this on the podcast about, like, if you're going to try to recruit a, a wide receiver right now, like, the leading receiver from Florida State is Keyshawn Helton with 18 catches, so is Cam McDonald. He's got 18 catches, and, you know, Keyshawn's got, like, 230 yards. That's probably not going to really appeal to a lot of receivers okay. that want to make big plays, so, you know, Corey was saying they're probably going to sit down with these kids and, and show them, like, hey, look, like, this is the concept that we're running. We schemed this guy open. Right. But as you can see, he didn't make the catch. We think you, I mean, do do we know what they're trying to do to sell these kids on the fact that, hey, you're not going to come here and just block at at wide receiver. We, um, we want to throw the
2: ball. Yeah, they want playmakers. I mean, as Norvell said, this is a place where, you know, playmakers thrive. Um, they need dudes. Let's just call it what it is. They need dudes. They do not have the dudes. Malik McLean, I love him. He's going to be a really good player. Um, Keyshawn Helton, they try hard. Antonio Wilson, uh, uh, Ontario Wilson tries hard. Jordan Young tries hard. But these guys aren't executing. They need some dudes. Um, I think they have some players in there. I think, uh, yeah, Joshua Burrell is going to be really good. I think they have some guys like Joshua Burrell, Malik McLean. be Destin Hill is supposed to be here in January. And then uh, you have some really guys like Devon Mortimer, who's coming over. He's also visiting this weekend. He is a flash. He's a speed merchant. He's a separation guy. He's going to add a lot to – they need some dudes. I mean, they need some dudes. That's what they say to guys like Kevin Coleman and Devon Mortimer. We need you so we know when we run this play and this concept that you're going to make plays, you're going to get open. You're going to help the quarterback. You're going to do the things that we need to do as far as getting explosive plays. I mean, that's what they need. And so that's kind of the message they're sending to recruits that – We need dudes that can go in there and change the game, help our quarterback, and make big plays.
0: Right on, man. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, It's Kyle back. Uh, Get down or lay down. Has the coaching shakeup in Gainesville made any recruits soften their commitment to the other Florida school?
2: Well, they already had a decommitment today. It was actually a flip. Raymond Cottrell, who's actually coming to FSU this weekend. He flipped from Florida to Georgia. Certainly it's a mess over there. They just fired their offensive line coach and they just fired their defensive coordinator, which both of them were probably well overdue. Um, but um, yeah, it, it's a mess there right now. They're trying to figure stuff out. Obviously, I don't. I think it's just going to get worse because eventually if this continues, you're, you're going to have to fire the head coach and then they're going to be starting over and figuring some stuff out. But um, yeah, there's a lot of guys that are, they're definitely considering other places there's for the most part their commits have stayed you know pretty much solid but there's a lot of them that are that are questioning you know what they're going to do or 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 looking at other schools and taking official visits so definitely uh there's some um influx going on as far as uh figuring out the recruits figuring out what what they're going to do but um certainly it's something that fsu could capitalize on but the only way you capitalize on it is you actually start winning consistently give them a reason to come here and it starts this weekend where uh i think you could have a big deal as far as going out there winning a a rivalry game a statement game a game that's going to impact the whole state of florida if you win so yes uh but fsu has to take care of their own self before they worry about you know what other rivals are doing uh, right now uh that should be the focus and i know that wasn't part of his question but that's kind of leads into it that FSU has to do their part so they can sell, you know, where they're going.
0: Mark Sermons asks, are we done with Jennings Jr. Now that he's leaving Miami since he shunned us
2: the first time? Um, I think you're thinking of the other Jennings. He's at Maryland. Um, the the other Jennings is the one that was committed. He was at Maryland. I don't think they really recruited this one that hard that I can remember. Um, it just didn't work out at Miami, but, um, no, I don't think they're recruiting him. Now, if the guy from Maryland went in the portal, that could be interesting because he was a guy that loves FSU and certainly, uh, you know, one that, you know, I think FSU would definitely take a look at
0: Kyle's posted messages. He's called us and now he's given us currency. 20 bucks says you're the dudes. Love you. Hashtag horn Gang. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Kyle. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Um, That's about all we've got. Let's see if we've got any more. We'll take maybe another question or two here as we wait uh, for some stuff to percolate. Uh, Tyson Watson says, looking forward to a good game. He says 40. Oh, that's not. Come on. Come on, Tyson. What do you, you think, can't... Michael? What, what do you got? What's your prediction for the game?
2: You can't come in an FSU recruiting chat and say Miami's going to win. I mean, can you? I guess you can. What yeah. Do you think, be, it, it's going to be interesting. I'm going to say um I've been going against them every week, but I think this week they're going to get it done. I think it's going to be FSU 28-24. Okay. That's that's my pick.
0: Let me ask you this. Would you rather have the lead at the start of the second quarter or would you rather have the ball last in the game?
2: Well, I, I think it's important for FSU to get the lead, so I would go with the lead because okay. they play differently when they're when they're lead. Um, Miami hasn't had the experience too much of being behind. I, I think it's very important with the way this offense is run. It's a predominantly run a running game type of offense. So when you get the lead in that second quarter, you can establish and dictate where the pace is going to go. You, know, you can suck the air out of the ball. You can take possessions away from Miami. They're going to press a little bit if you – it maybe press a little bit if you do that and you have that lead. So I personally would rather have the lead in the second quarter, basically because of how this offense is built. This offense isn't built to come back from big margins. This offense is built on getting a lead and being able to establish that lead and keep that lead. And I think – so them getting a lead, I think a two-score lead by FSU at any point in this game is, is a major deal. Um, so if they can somehow pull that off, maybe get a 10-point lead – that will be a big deal for FSU and the momentum and, and the way this game could, could flow and rotate. All right.
0: All right. Uh, that's about it. A wrap then, Michael. So what, what do folks have, uh, what do folks have to look forward to over workchant.com as the Miami week uh, gets closer to kick?
2: Yeah. So we have uh, several things coming up. Um, I have my preview coming up. Like I said, changed five or six times at the Tex IRA. It's like, Hey, I changed it up again. You know, so, uh, but yeah, we'll have a big preview. It'll be three things to watch in this game, recruiting-wise, what to watch for. And then our own Austin Cox is going to have a breakdown of, you know, former uh, uh, recruiting wins from FSU and Miami. So there's a lot of good ones in there, including, you know, kind of the recent ones, uh, you know, for 2022, 2023, there's going to be some thrown in there. So Austin's going to break that down. So we have that coming up. A lot of great coverage. You haven't missed it. Uh, Look at the team breakdown uh, of the, of the game. I think uh, you know, all our team guys did a phenomenal job with that. It's a good read. It's a lot of good stuff on there. And then as usual we'll have recruit reactions. We'll have plenty of post uh, post game stuff uh, for the weekend. Uh, but that's kind of what's coming up. Several previews. One from me. One from Austin. You know, we're all cooking it. I lied. At the buzzer. Lee
0: Corsoing <laughs> it. Not so fast. Dollar. Dollar. Bills, y'all. Scott jasteen dropped $75 in the jar, rat right? Scott. Thanks, man. Uh it says, Michael, I hope you and the family are doing better. So that's always nice. Mm-hmm. Recruits uh that you have spoken with. How many current coaches are elite recruiters? I know on field performance must improve, but we seem to lose out more on top players of other schools.
2: Well, when you're three and six, it kind of does that shot Scott. Um, but I there's a lot of elite recruiters on this staff like I think Marcus Woodson's fairly good. I think David Johnson does a really good job in connecting with kids. Um I think uh we we all know Odell a, does a great job uh every year. Um Odell's really solid in and how they develop with the relationships and so I think there's a lot of elite recruiters on the staff. I think I I think uh coach JP at Defensive end is a really good recruit uh recruiter. I mean, I think he does a really good job. So I don't think there's too many guys that I can list like oh they're not solid. I mean, I think there's like two or three elite recruiters for sure that kind of fit what Scott's talking about. But, um, yeah, I mean, really Scott, this weekend with the visitors kind of tells you how good recruiters they are, that they can get these kids on campus on their three and six. I mean, that says a lot and it sells you out the belief from these recruits in these coaches. And, uh, so I think, um, I think the main thing, and you, you kind of pointed out, Scott, they just got to win. I mean, and I think it all starts this weekend. You got to win on the field. That's what it comes down to. Like, you win, you they got. eventually you have to take that next step. And this weekend needs to be that next step. This is a Super Bowl. This is the big one. <coughs> Gosh. Sorry, guys. All right. It's a big game.
0: It's a big game. We appreciate y'all God. for being here. Uh, michael says they got to win this is the opportunity seize it win the big game uh, get everybody back on board get some of these kids to flip and be big time uh, recruits to help the climb out stay connected to warchant.com again michael Austin got you covered plenty of things recruiting wise plenty of things team wise betting wise podcast wise it's all over warchant.com the ultimate central sports source thanks to rob uh thanks to scott thanks to get down or lay down who else threw 50 bucks? Eric, thank you to all of you. Hit the thumbs up on the way out. We appreciate it. For Michael on Amazon, thanks for watching the Warchant.com recruiting call show with Michael Links.
2: Thank you, guys.